Hey, hey everyone, welcome to Home Energy Design 101. How to design a beautiful home and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and life. Who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty, and my team and I do the best damn design in the country. But I'll help you create a beautiful design that is also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone. Happy New Year. This is your host, Amanda Gates. Welcome to Home Energy Design. I hope you guys are already having a fantastic New Year's. I think we're what? five days into it. That's a great start. Today, we are going to kick off the new year with how to call in new energy for your home in the new year. Fancy title, right? Well, you can thank my team for coming up with that one. But before I dive into all these really juicy tips on things that you can do around the house and for yourself, we're going to back up a bit and talk about what's ahead for 2018. A lot of you may not know this, but I've actually been studying numerology for over a decade and a little bit of astrology as well. I've done this because I have found it so invaluable to have this information in combination with my feng shui practice to better understand my clients and the energy that's going on in the world around us. It never fails and it's always completely on point and it helps me to understand how to help the people that I'm working with, especially since I deal with energy so much. This is information that you'll want to know so that you can better navigate the energy that's going on around you and just in the world. And once I've gotten you all worked up in a froth, I'm going to share with you three fantastic tips to help guide you through this new year with ease and grace or to the best of your ability. So let's talk about the kick-ass events that are taking place in the stars. A trine, meaning a geometry of sorts, is occurring between Neptune and Jupiter. Now, why does this matter? Well, Neptune represents all things spirituality and dreams, and Jupiter represents expansion. So that means that this is a time to be incredibly creative and enthusiastic. And since projects will look and feel delicious, you're going to want to dive right into them. That means if you're lost or you don't quite have that spark in life, this is going to be the time where you're going to see those opportunities. They're just going to come to you and you're really going to find and rekindle that love affair with life. What's more exciting is that Saturn went back into Capricorn back in December. This is Saturn's home, and she hasn't been there for 26 years. This is monumental because it will have a direct impact on your divine mission, meaning how you choose to be of service of the world. So why does all that matter? Well, when you combine that with the information of what's going on numerologically in the world, it all starts to come together. I can almost see the universe up there putting her hands together going, it's all very interesting. 
2018 is what is called an 11 universal year. We get that with 2 plus 1 plus 8. We get an 11. So you may be saying, so what? Who cares? Well, an 11 in numerology is a master number. And that master number represents illumination and all things divine. So you combine that with what's going on in the stars. And we're kind of being thunked over the head right now with really finding our truth. And here's the thing. We haven't had an 11 universal year since 2009. And you may be thinking to yourself, cool, it kind of happens a lot, like maybe every decade. Actually, it doesn't. Before 2009, we hadn't had a universal 11 year since 1910. Or at least that's what the internet said. And I'm going to trust it because I really don't have the time to go through the entire 1900s and add it all up to see <laughs> when we actually had an 11 universal year. According to the internet, it was 1910. And then our next one was 2009. I'm going to take her word for it. And even though I always say, hey, trust it. Everything on the internet's true, right? We're going to trust it this time around. Here's the thing. 11, the reason why this is such an important number is that it's about growth. Think about what was going on in 2009. We were really being forced to grow and transform. 2008 rocked us to the core and since an 11 is a master number, it vibrates to an increased intensity. The vibration of 11 has a very high frequency. But that really means that unlike the other numbers in the realm, 1 through 9, this one in particular really works on an etheric, magical realm. This is all about creation. And 11 is an intuitive kind of number. It's like a direct line to your subconscious. It's like direct Wi-Fi that's working absolutely perfectly. It's not crashing, going out, probably because Comcast isn't involved. What this means, though, is that you're finding or going to be finding your spiritual truths. And this could be expectedly or unexpectedly. This is where you choose a path of truth. This is where you find true authenticity and, of course, love. So why do you want to do this? Because this helps you strip away and get out of the fear, stop with the pain, and really any area in your life that you just feel stuck in, these years, years like this, are to help propel you forward so that you can get past all the bullshit and start living your truth and your divine purpose. Change is literally occurring from the ground up. And trust me when I say we will all notice the effects because we're going to bear witness to the breakdown of all the things that no longer serve us. Again, think back to 2009. Many of us felt very stripped down. It was an eye-opening experience. I recall for myself looking around in 2009 going, holy crap, I've never seen anything like this. And it was pretty scary when my own parents and grandparents were saying the same thing. But that was the point. These are the times when authority structures crumble. Governments get shaken. Financial markets become weak or do something that they're not supposed to. Religion gets questioned. Toxic behaviors come to the surface. And the old way of seeing things no longer rings true. But hey, this allows for great leaps in the collective consciousness. 
What did you think? That there wasn't a reason for all this? Of course there is. All of this upheaval isn't for kicks and giggles. This kind of discomfort, shock and awe, <laughs> it may not feel like it, but it is for the greater good. No matter how long Trump's bloviated talks on Twitter run on and on, hey, this is the kind of year where the truth will surface. This is a year where you can pretty much sum it up in three words. Change, innovate, and create. And this is really about personal change, personal innovation, and personal creation. Big leaps will occur in an 11 universal year. That's the point. 11 also represents opposed situations or interference from a force that must be conquered. What does that mean? Oftentimes, those said forces arise from these illusions of our own mind. You know, that bullshit we tell ourselves, I'm not worthy, I'm not smart enough, I don't have what they have, I need more resources, I don't have the money, I'll never get there, I don't have the time, you know, etc., etc., etc. It's all the inner self bullshit that we tell ourselves. It's that inner talk that really stops us from doing what we're really here to do. So it's time to unite divided goals and illusions in order to avoid incompletion. You know, all the things you've been putting off and you also hold all those answers within you, I promise, despite that negative self-talk. Your goal this year will be to bring it all back together. Conflicting desires you think can't happen and stale inspirations that were never given the opportunity to gestate and grow Now's the time. Now's the time to bring them all to completion, even if that means wiping the slate completely clean. Maybe the thing that you were working on, you need to pivot, do something a little bit newer, or maybe look at it in a new way. Overcome the conflicts within and face them head on. And seek the desires deep within you to unite in the end with happiness, because that's the point of all this. The point of all this is to get to the core of why you're here, your purpose, and how you can best live your truth so that you're really happy. This is where you're going to find your individualism amongst the crowd and learn to stand on your own. So rise, my friend, rise. As you're listening to this, I hope you are empowered. I hope you're screaming in your car. I hope that you're yelling over the vacuum, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. I hope that you're empowered by these words because each one of us will be touched in some way with this individual truth. Most of you are likely <laughs> freaking out as I say this, right? Because listen, a lot of us cannot stand change. I always think of my mother. I talk about her all the time, but my mother is so rooted in consistency. She hates change. But here's the simple truth. Change is necessary. Change is the stepping stone that is simple, but it's never easy. And here's one of my favorite quotes from Brene Brown in her new book, Braving the Wilderness. And I think this really holds true for the upcoming year. Hold hands with strangers 
We are in a spiritual crisis, and the key to building a true belonging practice is maintaining our belief in inextricable human connection. That connection, the spirit that flows between us and every other human being in the world, is not something that can be broken. However, our belief in that connection is constantly tested and repeatedly severed. A beautiful quote, indeed, and one of my favorites from her new book. The reason why this rings so true to me now is that I feel like as a culture, we are so severely severed. And our connection is constantly being tested, especially because we are so flipping distracted. We spend more time on our devices and away from our family and friends and turning down invitations for fear of commitment and wanting to stay home for whatever reason. It is our connection with one another that makes us human and helps feed the biggest question of our lives. Why are we here? And listen, it's only through community and connection that you can find your purpose. Here we can truly serve. And how can you serve if so many goals are still left undone? How can you maintain a healthy human connection with so many self-limiting beliefs? This, folks, will be the year to align with why you are here. Tap into your core desires and manifest the goals and intentions that have laid dormant for far too long. This will be a year that will not only uplift you, but change you to the core. Are you ready? I am. I think it's going to be a fantastic year, and I love years like this because I love being able to be illuminated in new ways. This is essentially the year that's going to bring procrastination to its knees, and it's going to force you, push you, even though you're screaming and flipping out. It's going to bring you back to the surface for a deep, long breath of new opportunity and self-reflection. It sounds pretty fantastic if you ask me, but if you're like my mother and hate change, I can just feel her butt pucker now. She hates change. But since half the population will agree that they're probably like my mother and hate this kind of shit because it makes them squirm in complete discomfort, I'm here to offer up a few feng shui tools today to help you weather this storm. And I shouldn't say storm. That's probably a very strong term. However, the difference between an adventure and an ordeal is attitude. So go into this with an open heart and an open mind. Okay, now you're really freaking out, right? <laughs> you might be saying, okay, what the hell does all of this really mean? What this means is that those who express truth are the ones that are going to rise above. As a collective, we will require truth from all of those in power. People are going to seek for hard answers. They're not going to sign up for the shit that we've been told and just say, okay, now's the time we're going to walk away from the illusions. These are illusions that have been built and everyone is going to be forced to be propelled out to speak up, speak out, and see things in an entirely new paradigm. Think about it. Think about what's going on in our news. 
every damn day a new person in power is being called to step down from sexual harassment. And they're thinking, well, wait a minute, what's going on? Why, why am I in trouble? It doesn't matter that this is the way that it's always been. It doesn't matter that, you know, this is how you were taught or this is how it's been for the last 40 years. This is a new paradigm. And all of those old habits and bad ways and old structures and old rules are crumbling. None of that applies anymore. So what this means for you is that this is going to be a time to acknowledge your infinite power within. What is it that you are truly here to do? How can you serve with the talents that you have? And how can your work go to the highest level it possibly can to feed that purpose? This is going to be a year of self-mastery. Learn everything that you can get your hands on because these are the tools that you're going to need moving forward. Take time to heal. Whatever that means to you, whatever that shows up for you, take the time. Eat well. Take care of yourself and rest. For the love of God, get the rest you need. I'm so tired of hearing people, you know, trying to thrive on four and five hours of sleep and running at 100 miles an hour seven days a week. We are not built or designed to live a lifestyle like many of us do. Being distracted by a hundred things and going a hundred miles an hour mixed in with all of the technology and high rates of speed that everything is coming at us, we weren't designed to work this way. We are exhausted. And it's because we're not only doing a hundred things, but the devices that we're using are sucking the life out of us. The EMF or electromagnetic fields are literally sucking energy out of our biofield. So stop poo-pooing it and start taking care of yourself. This is the year of truth, self-care, and creation. So you might be saying to yourself, what the hell does this have to do with my home? Actually, it has a lot to do with your home. You have to understand that as a culture, we tend to do a lot of things as a collective. We're already seeing it with the Pantone color of the year. It's this weird purple violet color can't remember what the name of it is off the top of my head, but people are in an uproar over this. And Pantone was quoted as saying that it's not so much a color that people are going to paint on their walls as much as a feeling that people are experiencing. And it's so true because we're all starting to rise. We're all starting to see. We're all starting to see clearly. So that's what this is about. Going into 2018 and having an understanding of the energy that's swirling around you and instead of getting swept up into it, being able to work with it and mold it and work alongside of it rather than getting swept up in the unnecessary chaos. And you may be saying to yourself, well, this is complete bullshit. What does this have to do with me and how is this going to affect me? Hey, whether you are signed up or for this or not, or whether you believe in this or not, you're still going to experience it. And if you're not ready, willing, and able to, trust me, the universe will grab you by the foot, kicking, screaming, and she won't take no for an answer. And that is what an 11 universal year is all about. All right. So 
How the hell do you navigate this crazy energy when it's swirling around you and you're trying to create, innovate, take in self-care practices, learn new tools, and truths are coming up left and right, and it seems really chaotic. I've got three really great tips that I'm going to share with you today to help you call in the new year with new energy for your home and also for you. Tip number one, place a mirror at the foot of your bed. I know that in a lot of feng shui books, this is a huge misconception that you can't possibly put a mirror at the foot of your bed. I'm not even sure why, because I have never uh, learned that style of feng shui, but a mirror at the foot of the bed is actually very auspicious, and that means good. The area in front of the bed is, it represents our future. So putting a mirror at the foot of your bed, like say over a dresser, will not only double that distance between the end of the bed and the wall, but it expands your possibilities of increasing good fortune day to day. So where this could really come into place is if you're feeling really lazy or you're, you're just constantly procrastinating, can't really get that foot out of bed, placing a mirror here helps absorb that lazy chi and will help you get moving in the morning. It's also great if you're confused. The mirror will help you gain clarity every day when you wake up. The point of the mirror is that it gets you out of bed. It gets you excited for the day that's ahead of you and gets you moving forward. How is that not perfect for walking into a new year? Because we all want new opportunities, right? Great way to get you started. Tip number two. This is more for personal chi. Our personal chi can be really affected by the universal year. So because this is a really big universal year, being that it's an 11, I want to share some tips and some things that you can do for your own personal chi to boost it. And this one is the use of color and clothing. There's so many ways that color can help you to strengthen your chi. And what I'm going to share with you are just a couple ways that you can use color to change some of your bad habits or some of the traits that you have so that you feel better. So for example, if you're feeling skeptical, then wear yellow or black. If you're really nervous or you can't calm down, maybe there's some uncertainty, wear green. If you have a temper, wear black or green or black and green. This helps cool the anger and helps you gain some necessary wisdom. If you forget things, you can also wear green, but I recommend light blue. And if you're just too passive and find yourself ignored and not really getting what you want in life, the best thing that you can do is wear red. Red is a very auspicious color and it's the color of power. It excites us. So if you're tired of getting overlooked or maybe you just need that boost of self-confidence for your own self-esteem, wear red. And finally, one of my favorite things for the new year is calling in new luck for the new year. This is called moving 27 things to change some aspect of your life. This is an example of ways that you can use your own home and the things that you have within it to get your life moving forward. It's best to move things that have not been moved recently. So if you've recently rearranged your furniture in some way, move other things that are in your house. 
This is a direct adjustment that came from Professor Lin. And when he was explaining this adjustment, he always said to use things that had not been moved at least in a year or longer. So it doesn't matter if these things have been used recently. They just, they shouldn't have been moved recently. So things like your bed, your dining table, uh, maybe your sofa. The point is, is that you want to get things moving. You want to move objects because that allows the energy around them to breathe and move. The space is then revitalized and auspicious energy begins to fill the environment and reinforce with prayer and intention. If you're really focusing on something that you want to change in the new year, Visualize that as you're doing all of these practices because that intention helps call in that energy and start shifting the stagnant energy within your life. What's really great about this year is because an 11 year is all about illumination and really tapping into the subconscious, doing ceremonial work like this and intentional work like this is going to be a lot more powerful and productive for you. And it's a great way to really dip your toe into the divine. If you're not really, you know, sure about this feng shui stuff and you're not really signed up for it or you're not really sure about it yet, this is a great way to experiment with it and watch the magic unfold. All right, so let's summarize. Hey, 2018 is an 11 universal year. We got a lot of stuff going on in the stars. We have a lot of stuff going on with the universal number 11. It's going to be a year of innovation, lots of change. We've got big creative things that are going to come out of you. And also, this is going to be about a year that we seek truth. We're going to really tap into that. So anything that no longer serves you is going to get washed away. And only the good, the authentic you is going to remain. Take care of yourself. Take time to learn new things. Eat well. Rest and get off your technology and partake in one of these three tips or all of these three tips that I've shared with you today to help help your feng shui or your home's feng shui. Tip one, place a mirror at the foot of your bed. This is a great way to get you out of bed and excited for the new day and get you moving forward. It helps you put one foot in front of the other. Play with color. The color that you wear matters. And it helps strengthen your chi. So figure out what your personality is and what's going on with you and how you feel. When you get clear about how you feel, that can help you determine the colors that you want to wear to help boost the best trait within you. So if you're feeling skeptical or full of doubt, wear yellow or black. If you often feel nervous or fidgety or anxious, wear green. It's a great calming color. If you tend to have a temper or get angry quickly, black and green are fantastic colors to help you tap into the wisdom within you and also cool down the anger so you don't feel the need to jump to anger so quickly. If you tend to forget things, wear light blue. And if you're feeling like you're getting passed over for the promotion, maybe your voice isn't being heard or you're not getting what you want, wear red. I promise you're going to stand out. And finally, one of my favorite feng shui tips for the new year is move 27 things. This is a great way to get your life moving in the right direction. Move things that have not been moved recently. So things that haven't been moved in, you know, at least a year or longer. 
These can be things that you've used, just not things that you've moved. So the point of moving these objects is to allow breath and energy to swirl around these items, to revitalize them, and really allow auspicious energy to fill your environment. And be sure to reinforce all of this with prayer and intention. Be clear, be bold with your wishes, and let the universe know exactly what it is that your intentions are for 2018. All right, everyone, this is Amanda Gates on home energy design, and I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I'm wishing all of you a fantastic and joyous new year. If you'd like more information, be sure to check out our website at gatesinteriordesign.com or email us at letschat@thegatescompany.com. And if you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe or leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. All right, everyone. Until next time, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.